0: This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Come check out the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce live at Free Play Florida. So far, we've got confirmed guests, Billy Mitchell, Walter Day, George Lowe, the voice of Space Ghost on Cartoon Network, Keith Apicary, classic gaming whiz, and self-proclaimed Sega CEO, Scott Adams legendary creator of text-based adventures, and our good friend, Brian Colon,
1: creator of Rampage and our Rivals. There will also be over 200 games at this event, including three 10-foot arcade cabinets featuring classic games like Star Wars. There will also be a console museum. Go get tickets at
0: wp.freeplayflorida.com Friday's is going to be 25 bucks. Saturday is 30 Sunday is 25 bucks. kids are, of course, $5. You can get the whole weekend, Johnny, for 60 and also there's going to be an awesome Saturday night party, which is $15, but it's going to be from 11.30 to 3 a.m., full arcade, music, plus live performances, and it's all at the newly renovated Double, Double Tree SeaWorld. So you definitely want to go check it out. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you.
1: Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and groveroots.com. Don't forget that the Happy Hour with Johnny and
0: Deuce sent you.
2: Hello, internet,
0: yeah, we back in the fest. Don't know you had a long day, but let us interject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills, yeah, we're all clear. And it's loose on the loose, you know, the tag team champion we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways, you know. Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcasts and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the boot cause it's the Happy Hour Podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah.
3: Hello
1: Internets, my name is Johnny Womack and I am with special guest co-host David Pasco. That's me. My- and uh, we're on the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce I'm back twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays (laughs) for your listening pleasure uh, and uh, when we have David on, you know he's going to be about wrestling because he he's got so much knowledge, and him and I seem to...
3: Well, as we talk t- about something else. You want to can- talk about, I, I like 90s alt music. There you uh, go. I repair arcade machines. Yeah, I video games. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Talk about anything. So well, we'll, we'll talk have, about wrestling. We'll have him on again because
1: <laughs> <for>, <laughs> even this episode I know we're doing, we, we're not even going to get the c- no, percent of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be a learning experience for folks at home that never really, if you didn't really watch, if your only exposure to... Indy is NXT, then you're really going to have a, an ear-opening uh, Take experience. Take notes. Take notes. And <laughs> I brought my own notes to, to this episode as well because I have questions uh, as well. Because I'm you know, I'm always like a student of – I would say student of the game, but student of the entertainment business in general. I, I love learning uh, about how things have shifted and, and whatnot. And, of course, this has been a fantastic year for uh, professional wrestling as a whole – and so I'm very excited about that. And before in our last episode, definitely go check that out. We kind of talked about our history growing up, how we got into the, the you know, into the sports entertainment, how much, you know, what our fond wrestlers were, our memories and WCW and talking about the past. Now we're going to kind of talk about now that today of professional wrestling. And let's break it down. I, I was thinking in my head as we we're talking about let's start off with NXT cuz that's something people can grasp first. You want to go okay. Let's go NXT first. And we'll work our way back. Work our way back okay. exactly because I think NXT for a lot of people is going back to WCW in a way because it's a lot about the wrestling. It's a lot about, you know, uplifting the sport of of wrestling. Uh if people want to call it sport, um it is. It's, you know, it, athlete, athletes in the ring uh, using you know your your muscle and endurance and, and stamina agility you know that to me that's a sport I, yeah you know I, obviously the the amateur wrestling as people call it uh, and it, it was in now the olympics for a long time and they brought it back and obviously everyone knows about kurt angle and, and whatnot so that, that goes way back but uh nxt um not the reality was it that real, that weird that version? weird pseudo version even. where yeah. it's
3: weird because that's how they debuted daniel bryan which is odd it's if you go really back and think weird. of it. Yeah. And, and that's
1: not on the network, right? That original one is, uh, it? I don't think oh, it, is. is it? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I hope I not. know I don't think it is. I think it's just NX. I hope not. I know yeah. they show
3: the clip of uh, Matt Hardy being flipped out of the ring by sure. Justin Gabriel yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that was that weird suit. Hey, now if you go back, now I I kind of want them to put that on the network because the first night was Daniel Bryan versus Chris Jericho, which yeah, was, was insane. It was, it was, really was cool. so good. Yeah. And you got to see a young Wade Barrett uh, was, uh, Chris Jericho's rookie and crazy? the biz was, uh, Daniel Bryan was Miz's Rookie. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. I, so I should crazy. have not have watched that. It, yeah. was, it was bad. It was bad. It, it was. And they debuted a ton of guys who are still on the roster today, which is nuts to think about. Well, Titus O'Neil came through mm-hmm. that Darren Young, uh, are, you know, everyone's favorite, uh, oh, wow. I was going to go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, Husky Harris, (laughs) but I stopped myself. Who turned out to be Ray Wyatt after they repackaged him. Yeah, and the best thing that came out of that was the Nexus. Oh, you go back to that. So, but you want to talk NXT? NXT coming out of okay, so Florida
1: Championship Wrestling,
3: Florida Championship Wrestling, uh, which was out of Tampa, right, Mm -hmm. and Hollywood, Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, They kind of shared shows, which a lot of guys got trained in. A lot of guys came off the Indies for. Mm -hmm. um, It was a developmental after Ohio Valley. And wwe forever used ohio valley wrestling Right,
1: john cena all these people john you know. cena
3: brock lesnar randy orton exactly. batista mm-hmm. um show got repackaged there right. after they found out he couldn't wrestle and that sounds terrible but it's, it, you look it up on the network it's if you true. follow his documentary yeah. you all met it oh yeah because it's very much the same kind of process when they went down to FCW. Mm-hmm. That's where Ambrose got groomed, uh, Reigns, Rollins when he came out of our ROH. Oh, geez, everyone kind of kind of went through that system they down did, there, yeah. mm-hmm. and then it turned to NXT. Now, mm-hmm. if you if you, NXT, I, I don't have the number in front of me of what years was established. Mm-hmm. I know their first champion was Seth Rollins, um, and that was through a tournament. They wrestled uh, Jinder Mahal for the championship. Which I think is funny now where everyone's like, how's Ginger become a champion? I'd be like, go watch NXT. Because like, he was up there. He was at that same kind of pedigree and level. He just got packaged completely wrong when he came into the uh, light of WWE. But NXT so is... June
1: 2012. Is, is that the... the... Well, that's when it got repackaged as what we...
3: Oh, okay. That's when I got... Re... That's not the reality no, show. No, not the reality show. The reality show had to be 2009, 2010. We're not going to talk about that anymore. No, no, no. So (laughs) it is a Central Florida-based... I don't want to call it an indie. It is, but it isn't. It's a developmental... I'm going to use the network terms or the WWE corporate terms. It is... It's the best indie. It's almost like... Indie All-Stars. I don't it's know. It's really hard call. to explain. It's hard to it, explain it, it because is. there's a lot of talent that comes in and out of that who are homegrown talent. So, like, Roman Reigns came through that developmental uh, program. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray Wyatt was trained in that program. And it's very similar to programs that like Cena came through, like Ohio exactly. Valley, mm-hmm. where they package these guys for TV, mm-hmm. where they, they literally take guys, they train them from scratch, and they move themselves up. Uh, Big E. Big E is, you know, was found package put up enzo uh big kaz a lot of these guys were you know trained and all they know about wrestling is the wwe program for the most part right uh they weren't trained by anyone else they just came through kind of like the power plant going back to wc oh my gosh the power, power plant, plant and totally stuff like correct. that where they were doing homegrown talent yep. and that's not too uncommon in indies to have a developmental sure but what makes nxt really cool is that you see especially recently and we'll go into that yeah an influx of indie um if you know cash Asano, he wrestled as chris, chris hero yep. he was in and out a bunch of times seth rollins was ring tyler, of honor champion tyler, was tyler black. black yep uh geez i can go through a ton different names gamut. even as of this year alistair black was tommy, tommy End, ends, yep. and uh adam cole who was adam cole uh yeah. <laughs> Sammy uh, Callahan was Sammy Calla-
1: Sol- Solomon Crow, right? Yeah, yeah. and he left yeah. again. But he was yes. Jeremiah Crane too, wasn't he?
3: that's his lucha underground name, lucha isn't underground it? name yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but so, we don't we don't talk no we don't talk about that <laughs> we don't talk Wait, about there's
1: that. a lot of people and that's that it's kind of confusing because if you are a fan you've watched sometimes you, you like with tommy end i'm the same way i still call him tommy end yeah. you're just like
3: or uh kenta is kenta, uh yeah. hideo Itami. Mm-hmm. uh if you watch hideo Otami, and you want to find yeah, the confusing part is if you want to go back and be like oh this guy's really good where was he before and you put the name in wikipedia is usually pretty good about it right. but you have to learn the different names. Yep. Uh, we were talking about Neville earlier in the day yep. and Neville was Pac. Pac, yep. yeah. P A C. P A C. Um don't worry, he'll go back to that name soon. Uh- <laughs> Not the kiffies of X Pac. No no no. That's no. Uh, no. He's no. a much he's a one he's the Alpha Pac. He's yeah, way before. He's,
2: he's more clear. There's A
3: Pac, B Pac, yeah. all the way down to X Pac, but <laughs> he's the original Pac. The original Pac. Yeah. OG. Yeah. <laughs> there's only two Pocs, and then there's two Pac. Yeah so anyways this is where that was yeah exactly exactly yeah (laughs) the snare i like this anyways uh so recently especially uh, um going through my exposure to nxt honestly before this year i occasionally watched it um usually was the takeover events or if they had something interesting especially when joe came in and owens and sammy you know if, if sammy callahan Sammy Callahan, sorry. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Wow, yeah. I'm all out of the... El Generico. So, yeah. yeah. Well, especially his programs with like Cesaro and stuff like that um, are really, really good matches. Amazing. But it, the regular television now has become more and more interesting, especially for the indies. In the past year, guys who I watched WrestleMania weekend for other promotions are now in NXT. Yeah. Talking about Cole and uh, Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. And Tommy End, or Alistair Black, who right. joined after the UK tournament, was his debut. Uh, even as of recently, and we'll go. I'll go more into more of my indies ones. Uh, sure. Donvin Dijak, mm-hmm. who wrestled for Defy Wrestling and for um, a bunch of different indies across the board. Uh, a lot of these guys are coming to NXT now, so you're seeing this kind of melting pot of guys coming with for different training, different backgrounds, different promotions from different countries from different especially if you look at the women right now if you watch the may young classic mm-hmm. they took they plucked when i say the best talent i was there for the may young talent or may young classic this mm-hmm. year um the talent they got were was tremendous those matches were so good they were wrestling matches they were yeah not women's matches not divas match they were rest these ladies worked more than i've seen a lot of any anything other than matches i can even name uh i the tournament was filmed over two days i know it, they didn't present it that way right. on, the, on the network but a lot of those women were being groomed in nxt so when like the macy or uh lacey, uh, lacey e- evans FNC. and um oh i'm just there's so many names there uh is. bianca belair, yep, belair and yep. so nxt what they'll do is you'll go to house shows and you'll see these talents and they'll have working names and working gimmicks, and they'll be tweaking and repackaging them way before they hit TV. Yep. Um. I know back in March I was watching Heavy Machinery and they didn't have matching gear or anything like that. And now they're on TV. Uh, Street Profits was a great one, absolutely a great one where no one knew their names and now, they were pretty I over and, they, i
1: was blown away by how over they were though like, when, when they when they, they debuted, debuted i was like wow now i'll
3: let you, people know this if you do watch nxt on the network or hulu hulu also has yep. network mm-hmm. so if you don't have the network you can still watch on that every week i think it's like a day delayed or right, something like that is, yeah. if you look at the crowd first of all you'll see me a lot you <laughs> okay. second of all it's a lot of the same crowds who go to every house show Mm-hmm. So, that crowd, that group, and I was trying to explain it before, NXT crowd is very loyal, but it's split in two groups, indie fans and wrestling fans. Right. So, wrestling fans are, everyone's like, it's 10 bucks to go get a ticket, go watch wrestling mm-hmm. this weekend. And the indie fans are like, okay, they're in Fort Pierce, they're at yeah. St. Augustine, and they're in Lakeland, and we're going to go to all three shows because – you know, Kyrie Sand's going to be there, and uh, Aleister Black's going to be there, and Heavy Machine. Like, mm-hmm. people have their favorites, and yeah. it's really neat to see that crowd kind of grow and adjust. So, the NXT crowd, if if you if we're starting, the NXT crowd is the end of your indie experience, right? Because these talents are going to get moved up to television. Uh, that's the best that, way. that's right. That they is, should. they well, should. They should move up to television.
1: Well, here's where I kind of, I, I say yes and no on that. Uh, okay. They, I treat. I, I think WWE didn't realize how big NXT was going to be. I really don't think they knew that it was almost. I treated almost like its own brand because the problem. It, oh, it is. The problem Definitely. is, is you can be over, and this is what I'm going to bring up with you. I, I didn't. You know, I I was actually. I was trying to tell you ahead of time what we are going to talk about. Then I was like, you know what? Let's save it for your instant reaction. Sure, 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 sure. Just because you're in NXT and you're over NXT does not mean it's going to equate over into the regular no. audience. And that's happened a lot recently. That
3: is, Well, yes and no. Paul I,
1: Cruz, I, Tyler Breeze. I mean, you think about all these people that got groomed that were really big in if, NXT. They're they're in mid-card hell, so to speak. They're, they don't know what to do with them, or they're yes not getting and, over.
3: Yes and no. When you look at the guys who who ascended to being champion exception being bo dallas uh there has been only a handful of nxt champions really if you think about the history of the belt people who get that title have really good programs for a very very long time Mm -hmm. now it being an automatic hey i was nxt champion i'm going to the top of the roster you have to be very very finn balor is an anomaly Mm -hmm. he was an anomaly as Fergal devin devin or prince devin uh in new japan and um ott and you know a lot of the indies and stuff like that super over he's he's got i remember bully ray talking about him he's like this kid's got it
1: he had the it factor is he's just got it
3: you just can't you can't name it shinsuke has it
1: um although i think i feel like they're uh not the tangent but i feel like they're they're not booking him correctly
3: you know what's I, funny? I heard that, and he lost the series, basically lost the series against Jinder. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, after Mania two years ago, you know, uh, AJ lost to Jericho
2: mm-hmm.
3: at Mania. The next night on Raw, he won number one contender. He lost out three matches against Roman Reigns, then went on to a program where he was more successful. Mm-hmm. It's not a, really a step back. I don't see it as that. I just see it as okay. Can this guy be the main event guy? Well, and I think it, people don't see it that way because they don't like gender particularly. As like okay, going back into my indie experience, mm-hmm. if you go and look up Shinsuke, which is easy because his name didn't change, right? And see who he's wrestled against. And the ta- oh yeah, there's a laundry list. Um, yeah. The one that comes to my head is I watched him wrestle in Rev Pro from two years ago against uh, Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm and where he didn't know a ton of english but just his charisma in a smaller crowd like you were saying sometimes it doesn't translate right when you have a very small dedicated crowd the the intensity the the character comes through more because you have a crowd that you're like oh my god they're so frenzied and we'll go more into this when i talk about indie crowds versus bigger crowds sure um sometimes doesn't carry over my perfect example if you look at adam rose Adam Rose's character. So Adam Rose's character worked great in a small crowd, mm-hmm. and a big crowd, a stadium crowd, thirty thousand, forty thousand, even fifteen thousand. People got realize NXT crowds are small. Yep, they are very, very small. When you're seeing that on TV, you're only looking at half a soundstage. The other half has basically it's a studio setup. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to Full Sail Live, which I've been many, many times. It's a very small crowd, but there's not a single person there in line who waits for that, um, who's there by accident right? for the, the, the studio show. If you try to get tickets for a taping, you have to get them first day. Now, you could catch it in Lakeland or Tampa or one of these other events, but when they leave the state, those sell out immediately, too. But They're doing very, very small venues. So it's hard to translate. This is a lot of fun and a ton of energy in this for 300 people when you're trying to amp it up to three thousand, that's why like i'm kind of happy like no way jose (laughs) is fantastic in a small crowd that is not going to translate when you get to a bigger crowd you know right away
1: you kind of already have a feeling because like i remember we were watching some uh, house shows you know just winter haven armory and No, no way jose came out and he was very very fresh and people were People were really getting into it, dancing, and he was really interactive with the crowd, yeah. and he was smiling and and taking someone was taking a selfie. And he was getting in with the selfie. And yeah, it was really cool. He was really and c- he's
3: super over now. Kids love him. Yeah, like kids know exactly what that and is. And it's a
1: really easy song. It sticks in your head, even the dun dun mm-hmm. dun. You know, like the music is very catchy. It's a lot. Of so fun. it's really fun, and he's really into it. And he's actually a good worker too. I mean, oh he's, yeah. he's actually gotten better. I think actually. Yeah. Uh, and being able to because the thing is you talk about indie wrestling, you talk about people that are very technically skilled or someone that has their own, they're a brawler or they're a striker uh, or a submission guy. Uh, and sometimes they don't work well with other people. Uh, and sometimes you have to learn to yeah. change your game
3: to, you have adapt. to pace yourself a lot. If you hear a lot of wrestlers, you get in a rhythm and, you you wrestle at a certain pace. Mm-hmm. So in a match. Oh, I'm really deep. Yeah. I'm really going Let's get into it. OK, <laughs> so in wrestling, if you don't know this, I think I think a lot of people probably listen to the podcast or know that someone calls the match. There's a right. booking agent that says in professional wrestling, there's a booking agent who says this is how the match is going to end. This is how the match is going to go. This is who has to get over. Blah, 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 blah. Go do it. The wrestlers work it out during the match. Someone calls that match. Somebody in the ring is saying here, there, this blah, blah. It's usually the veteran guy or the guy who's more attuned to that. So when you get into an NXT environment, when you have, this guy's been wrestling six months for NXT. This guy's been working four months for NXT. Sometimes you get a shit show. I'm just going to come out and say it. I've yeah. been to really, uh, I hate naming names. And I, if you want to call me out on uh, grapple, Mania, uh, grapple maniac, go ahead. Sonia Deville is a female wrestler for NXT. She drives my wife crazy because she has the worst footwork we have ever seen. She takes 10 steps when she can only, she could really do it in three. All right. And she's always out of place. And we've mm-hmm. seen her wrestle uh, Ruby riot. We've seen her wrestle Liv Morgan. We've seen her wrestle people who have years either at NXT or from the indies. Mm-hmm. And you can tell when someone's, fresh because they they look they get frantic and they're like i don't know what i'm gonna do and they don't react to certain things they They don't have that memory correct Mm -hmm. and uh on the flip side we just watched heavy machinery and cashless ono wrestle um undisputed error which is uh fish cole and o'reilly right and uh heavy machinery did something to cole and cole completely sold it oversold it and just like my wife likes it, she goes. And also watching um, him react to something like something like she he slapped his he slapped his ass You're right, and he totally oversold it. And the crowd was it into it because of being like oh this is going on, and you can tell the difference when someone's really good, and who's fresh and coming up. And NXT will do that. They'll take. The veteran guy who's been wrestling for 10 years or veteran guy, Bobby Roode's a perfect example. Bobby Rood's a super polished wrestler. He oh. wasn't, ex- he was the best thing in TNA for Absolutely, five years. percent agree with that. Yeah. He was one Fear of the money. best champion. Oh yeah. But well, I that. his <laughs> yeah, solar champion, yep. they could put him against anyone. And yep. He sold it. Yeah. Um, I remember us going recently flipping gears. Um, I only saw Johnny Gargano wrestle one year. I've went, gone to 17 NXT. I've seen Johnny Gargano wrestle once this year. I'm a huge fan of his. First time my wife ever sat down and really watched one of his matches besides the pay-per-view. Seeing him live is... Seeing wrestling live is totally Oh,
1: different. absolutely.
3: 100%. But she turned to me and she's just like, he's really good. Because you could just tell the, the polish and stuff like that. So I think when you go to an NXT event and you see guys who are indies 10 years plus, have a ton of time in guys like Adam Cole and Gargano and Alistair and uh, Roddy, who's just mm. been everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when um, Austin Aries was there and, but then you, you see some of these younger tag teams, especially like, uh, like I like street profits. Uh, Montez Ford uh, is super charismatic. Uh, awesome talent. Like he's just fun to watch in the ring. Yeah. If I, do I see him as a future world champion? Probably not, but he's super entertaining. He's very good at what he does. And, right. um, you see guys, because a couple months ago, he wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. And then you see them just slightly turn it up. Like, they come out, and they're a five. Then they're a six. And then they jump. And they, they kind of balance out the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Patrick uh, Patrick Clark right now. What's his stupid gimmick? Uh, Velveteen Dream. He's going to reverse. But no, his, work, his <laughs> in-ring work, uh, when they give him time, is very good. But yeah. the gimmick is kind of bleh. And you kind of yeah. see them work on this throughout the house shows. You kind of see the the talent that's coming up and they're trying to build and they'll put them in with a veteran and they'll try to work them and like i watched lana this year beat ruby riot i'm like this will never happen again oh my god it was so t- it was like oh it was bad it was bad i felt bad i felt bad for ruby i'm just like really this that's is who crazy you, this is who she has to sell to but you have to come in that mind frame that nxt is a developmental program it's not a true indie but you're seeing a lot of the indie talent get ready to be on tv yeah and you're seeing a lot of the homegrown performance center talent um basically learn the trade right so that's the big i would say that's when you when you're going to an nxt event that's really what you're looking
1: at i agree and also you know i've i when i i listen to like jericho's podcast and he talks about it a lot where he's like some of the people that they bring in some some other places don't necessarily they're just learning as they go and they don't necessarily have that pedigree yeah Cause, like you look at jericho he learned from all over the world you know yeah and so like he's learned you know he'll go to japan or he'll go to mexico and be like oh what's this guy doing i want to learn this but like the basic fundamentals if you were to break it down collar elbow tie up you know being able to jock for position being able to you know uh you know gain leverage on somebody being able to counter being able to Improvise, because a lot of wrestling. Sure, you can call a match. You know, it's not. You're not gonna have the Macho Man Ultimate Warrior uh, match where you're you pre do the whole show ahead of time and you know every move. This that doesn't happen. A lot of times things happen on the fly. You have to kind of work around. You've got to know who you're facing. You know, you've got to be able to know, uh, you know, what their strengths and weaknesses are. And because the the last thing you want to do is make someone look bad um, on purpose and not because you have the thing about wrestling is. When you talk to, I'm I'm (laughs) not. You're getting getting into it. it. I'm getting into it. (laughs) So the thing about wrestling is like you have to. You want to tell a story, right? You know, in the ring, you want to be able to uplift yourself, uplift the other person. Make. I think in ring psychology, like you can have all the fundamentals in the world. You can be great in ring grappler. You can be Zack Saber Junior. Right. Be amazing in ring. But you all, I think one of the things that I gravitate to a lot um, is in-ring psychology and and ring ring awareness. Being able to know where you are at all times, Uh, being able to like Kevin Owens is one of the best in-ring psychology all around. I mean, the guy's just incredible talent, but like he knows how to make people hate him. He knows how to to lift somebody up and make them look better. He knows how to bring fresh talent in and be like this person, you know, and really bring them up. And John Cena is actually really good at that too. So like you love him or hate John Cena. He, he definitely uh, is really good at uplifting other people. There are
3: certain guys you see, uh, we were talking about bringing guys into the NXT too early. Yeah. And I, I, I I know the second half of the show, we're going to get more into indies and how guys progress and change differently and how they're taught. Bringing guys up at the NXT, and like you said, some of the guys get stuck in mid-card hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, C- uh, Cesaro is a great example. Who, you know, he was ama- amazing, amazing talent. Just oh. all-around amazing Back talent. Oh had long Oh, uh, yeah. You know, before, like, he is just so, so good at what he does. Yeah. And he works so good on the fly. He does. And he does everything so naturally. It's so clean. And, and stuff like that. But then, I was necklace. watching, now, I don't know when this is posting, but we just sat hell in the cell. Mm-hmm. And what drove me crazy, and uh, Lauren, if he's listening, he'll love this. Baron Corbin, who he he's indifferent to. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. I watch him work, and the I noticed it, and then, like I said, my wife, she's pretty, she's pretty smart, and picks up on things, and she's like, he sells terribly. She goes, can he get hit without putting his hands up? And it's so, he doesn't trust the other guy in the ring ever. So it's, it's just so awkward to see someone like constantly like moving his hands up. He will not take an open palm strike and just like get hit. Please yeah. get it. You're a bare knuckle boxer. You say it all the time. Oh, I got gold gloves. Get hit. Yep. Hit once without putting your hand. Sell, yep. sell, sell, sell. Yeah. And that's a big thing. If you look at someone like uh, Gargano, I'll go back to him. The match I saw, I forgot who he even wrestled. I think it was Cien Almost. I think it was Cien yeah, Almos.
1: They have a
2: few now.
3: Well, I saw it live too right. and he's so sympathetic in the ring. Like he gets hurt and he's crawling to the ring and he's he makes eye contact with you and he's reaching out for the rope and you're just like, you're in that being like, I want to help Johnny out. Yeah, so you want to be there. Yeah. And it's it's that little it's the little touches that if you go see wrestling live or go see indie wrestling, you're not going to see a ton on, you do see it on TV, but you're, you're at the mercy of the cameraman and the switcher. Mm -hmm. And coming from my background is in broadcast. You're seeing, you're seeing their vision of it. But when you go see live wrestling, you can see a ton of other stuff that's going on that you're not going to see on, you know, seeing wrestling live, seeing someone wrestle correctly live changes your perspective of really what the entertainment yep. you know it turns back into an art form yep. being like okay it's like seeing broadway in a it, versus a movie you have to be very good on broadway because if you screw up everyone's gonna lose R- live wrestling is the same way if you're not selling your punches right if you're not making connection if you're not solid and know what you're doing in that ring everyone that's ringside three rows back is going to call you out mm-hmm. and, and you'd lose people in the match immediately yep. people are like well, I'm gonna get a soda. You want a T-shirt? All right, let's go. Yeah, you know, yeah. you'd be like, "Tell me when this wreck is over" and yeah. stuff like that. Bathroom break. Um, it's a huge, it's a huge disconnect, mm-hmm. and that's where I think um, going back into other indies, um, where I've become an indie fan, is because I've gone to a lot more live shows where these guys don't have TV. They're not on TV. They can't. They don't. They're not trained to hide things. They're not trained to be like, "Sell this to the camera. Don't sell this. Punch with." You know, your body shift this way so they can't see that you're not really connecting. Right. Where they're like, all right, well, we got to sell this because um, I was telling you before, some of the wrestling organizations, if you watch them on video or even ones I've gone to, you stand, when I say you're saying ringside, you are, your hands are on the mat. Yeah. Like, you can't screw, like, the guys in the ring have to sell this a thousand percent because I am, six feet not even six feet like i'm on top of them right i can see everything that's going on and you have to be that much better you have to be that much quicker and Mm -hmm. stuff like that where when you're doing it for tv anyone that knows anything about television half the stuff you see is on fake that's why i think it's funny when people are like wrestling's fake i'm like all tv's fake right come on all TV. everything is everything is is. walking dead's not happy i'm just letting you know right (laughs) now it's fake uh game of thrones is not on the history channel for a reason um yeah but very much when you go see it, you know, a a live performance or a live. It, it, I don't care if it's stage. I don't care, you know, if it's wrestling or yeah. anything like that. You have to be that much sharper, that much quicker. And you, you appreciate that with the rawness of, you know, uh, seeing a an indie show where the, they don't know any different. They're like, they're going to connect. You're going to hear it when you hear, you know. Everyone thinks, oh, they do the the Ric Flair chops. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Go watch, um, uh, Walter, um, or Big Daddy Valter versus Matt Riddle from Oh, geez, Anytime they wrestle, these guys chop and it echoes in a building. You, that's not audio effect. That's not anything else. You see the sweat because most indie shows, I'll tell you right now, are hot. Yeah, <laughs> they're in little bars yeah. that fit like fifty people, and they're hot um they're not faking that you can't fake that you can't fake that emotion you can't fake that rawness you can't you know you it, it's a moment you're watching a moment happen where when you're watching on tv you can't appreciate those little kind of accents i forgot what i was talking about what was i talking about no we're just <laughs> talking about indian
1: <laughs> wrestling in general because we were talking about nxt and how yeah, yeah. the cameras and stuff where they yeah rawn- go see
3: a yeah. live show especially you're in central florida right. it's 10 it's 10 20 bucks for ringside it's in you can't you can't go to a live event for WWE for less than 160. And we were talking before. Um, I asked you the last time you went to NXT who was the champion. I'm trying to think of what you said. Well, I
1: said I said Oscar was a women's champion, okay. and um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think they even had anyone that was. I think they, I think oh the main event was uh, the main event was uh, the Hype Bros tag team match this was two. in winter haven this was in winter haven <laughs> who did they who did they even go against i don't even i think it was just some, i don't remember no. it was just some but some jobbers the,
3: the other remember. advantage of nxt is if you do watch wwe um you might not be really into these wrestlers now but you might be really into them six months from now when they make a debut like i just saw bobby Roode. i saw oscar and it's kind of heartbreaking because i'm like if I want to see them again, I have to spend so much more money right. and I'm not going to see them. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be there and interact with them.
1: There's definitely a, uh, intimate is a word that comes to mind when I think of indie shows. There's something about yeah. being able to feel the energy in the, in the crowd, feel the energy in the ring, being able to connect in a different level, a different way with the performer. I can
3: tell you many of a story of where, I've been literally speechless, which if anyone knows me or have listened to me for the last however many minutes we're on now. You can't shut up. Uh, I can't shut up. <laughs> I really don't. So it's it's baffling to me when um, – uh, let me let me switch to some of my indie experience. Well, why don't we take and a small break and we can we'll do
1: come back and we'll talk about the indie story. All right, All so right. We'll, we'll take a small break with the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce and we'll be right back.
0: This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro, Retro Game, Game Treasure. Treasure. They are delivering straight to you Nintendo DS games and PSP games. What did listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box and you'll get $2 off your order.
1: Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com. Pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. (laughs) This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by the Lakeland Role
0: Playing Guild. Join the adventure with the Lakeland Role Playing Guild. Founded in 2000, the Guild starts its 18th year of supporting and promoting the role-playing game hobby in September, with a big anniversary party and some lightly structured games. The Guild hosts too many convention-style game nights every month on the 2nd and 4th Fridays, where you can find up to 4 scheduled and prepared games, plus up to 3 open tables all ready for a packed 4 hours of hobby-centered fun and fellowship. Among the regularly scheduled games on the LRPG's rotating calendar are 3 exclusive in-house house ongoing campaigns, one exclusive in-house mini campaign anthology series and a few periodic episodes of members personal home campaigns. The majority of those games are RPGs but miniature war games hit the guild tables as well along with the occasional board game. Some events also feature instructional clinics and round table discussions on a variety of game rules, techniques and and theories so all participants can share their experience and learn more about the hobby from each other. The guild also has planned gaming free social outings on those random fifth Fridays that pop up some month. And of course, members of the LRPG take part in area conventions as players and game masters as well as coordinate some activities with other gaming clubs. For more information on the Lakeland Role Playing Guild, visit the website at Lakeland-RPG. Or check out the social media at Facebook.com slash Lakeland Roleplaying Guild. And on Twitter at LakelandRPG plus hashtag Dice on the Road. Lakeland Roleplaying Guild. They play games!
1: And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And of course uh, here with our good friend David Pascoe, uh, a.k.a the genius the man oh, the, the, wow. behind, the the guy behind but the guy behind all things indie i don't wrestling. know about that man so, that's a lot to live up to yeah so i'm gonna call you the. that's your name you're the, the genius uh, David the Pascoe. Genius. so yes your tag we have to work on that yeah no Omnipotent?
3: Uh, no i didn't even say that word right yeah so you can't be that <laughs> i can't be that at all yeah. i can't guess
1: uh but no that you you know a lot about indie wrestling and we're learning a lot today and uh I we kind of behind the curtain. We were talking about you know there's other promotions that I'm I'm more knowledgeable about that we both are very knowledgeable yes. about. That'd be very easy to talk about. But I think from a learning standpoint, because this audience is you know we talk about NXT, which I think is a good kind of in between point because you Correct. have you have indie wrestlers that are in you know in NXT, especially if you live here in Central Florida. Exactly. Go yeah. see
3: just go see an NXT I, show. Exactly.
1: It's 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 worth the time and money. You're have a great time. You can't and go to the
3: movies for ten bucks. Nope. You honestly can't. You can't.
1: Nope. So it's a great time. But uh, you mentioned in our last episode about um, demand progress and progress has really grown a lot. And you said yes, that they, especially they, this they, year. they team a lot when they go, when they've only done three shows. They've of... done
3: three shows in the United States. So they're um, based out of UK. Let's let's They're talk based about out of London, the uh, London, UK. It's owned by three owners. Uh, I can name them all mm-hmm. uh, Jim Smallman, Glenn Joseph, and uh, John Briley. Mm-hmm. Jim Smallman is a stand up comic. Um, and they're literally three guys who are wrestling fans who decided. We could put on a wrestling show, and yes. that's literally how they started. So when you watch their product, it comes from the perspective of we're wrestling fans. Right. If you listen to, uh, I, uh it's called uh, Tuesday Night Job with Jim Smallman. It's a podcast that comes out every Tuesday. Should come out every Tuesday. His he never talks about his own promotion. He talks about ECW and WWE, and he's a huge Japan fan, uh, right. Japanese wrestling, and his favorite wrestlers. He's got a tattoo of McFoley. Right. He never. Toots his own horn. He's like, I'm a, I love, love this thing. He yeah. loves wrestling. Yeah. So I gravitated to their shows uh, over WrestleMania weekend. Now, if anyone watched the UK tournament, about half the talent from the UK tournament um, were which UK tournament? The one on WWE Network. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So the oh the one, yeah, the UK the, tournament. Yes, yeah. for the UK championships. Exactly. That spoiler alert: Tyler Bate won. Right. Um, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Mark Andrews. Um. Uh, Pete Dunn, they're all progress. Right. They're mainly progress. Mm-hmm. Now, th- th- I know you're confused about the d- distinction. So, mm-hmm. Progress Wrestling is a promotion in the UK, out of London, as we were saying. Um, they do monthly, or they do a chapter show. They don't do... they. It, it, the chapters have goofy names, but mm-hmm. I think the last one was chapter 50, up to chapter 55. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do tell a story. There is a storyline that progresses through them. And um, they're still a very small, small, small group, very, very dedicated group of individuals. So, but that's a it's a entertainment. They their main thing is they're in entertainment wrestling. They're not like an indie. Most indies don't have storylines and re, a lot of recurring so characters. ring talent. Yeah, so they, these guys do have core talent that they use a lot. Now you'll see their talent go to other promotions in the UK, but they do have you know a certain. Talent pool that they use to tell stories, and uh, continue on and stuff like that. Um, go ahead. Well, so with with,
1: who is the hottest guy you'd say right now in right progress? now?
3: Um, just coming off of fifty, uh, chapter fifty five, chasing the sun, which was at uh, Alexander Palace was their last show. Um, was a show that they were building for for a long time. Like they they knew about the show, and they built towards it. Was almost like their road to WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Um. Their champion right now is uh, Travis Banks, which mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of. Buy a shirt. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Yeah. I don't get any money for it. I honestly, yeah. they paid me. I donated the money right. uh, that I made from it. Yeah. Um, but support Travis because he's excellent. But Pete Dunn, which mm-hmm. you'll know who was yep. the UK champion. Right. Um, he he was their champion for a while. He was a heel. Um, and then... Um, British Strong Style, which is Trent, Trent Seven, seven. Yeah. Tyler Bates, AKA Mustache Mountain. The mustache Mountain, yeah. right. NXT. And, so. NXT, their faces, right. and Progress, their heels. Right. And that guy kind of gets confusing, too, mm-hmm. when you go between the two talents. Um, their other top talents is uh, Mark Haskins, who just wrestled for Ring of Honor for mm-hmm. the first time. Uh, CCK, which is Travis – oh, wow. Chris Brooks. Chris Brooks. And, wow, uh, Kid like us. Yeah. 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 There you go.
1: Uh, so these names I know, because I'm yeah. like, I've seen them in other promotions. Correct. Like, so it's uh, helping me understand. Jimmy it. Havoc,
3: mm-hmm. um, who was huge on the indies. If you go through the history of progress, now you're, I'm going to say some names that you would be, I don't know if you'd be surprised that were wrestled for them. Uh, Chris Hero, Cash mm-hmm. Zono wrestled for them. Uh, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa had a huge program with them. Zack Sabre Jr., Marty Scroll, uh Will Offspray. These guys were all champions at some time. Finn Balor's wrestled for them. Oh, geez. Uh, I can go through some of the newer indie guys, too. But a lot of guys, especially in NXT, they've been over there. There's shows that William Regal showed up. And there's shows where Adam Coles wrestled Will Ospreay at a show for them. That's awesome. They have a lot of the top talent. So that's a reason I gravitated to it, too too is it's an adult product. Yeah. If you're a fan of ECW and you don't like the quote unquote PG era, go check out a progress show. Um it opens up with Jim. Jim Smallman opens every show. He MCs it he's their ring announcer. He's a stand up comic by nature. So he does stand up bits between all the matches. That's and cool. to open up the show. And they're very adult. It's like any other stand up that you'd see on like HBO or Comedy Central late night. And it's funny and you get the the coolest thing about it is the crowd. Huh, I'm going to really put myself out there. Um, the progress crowd is the best wrestling crowd in wrestling where people, the crowd is its own character. They're, they're engaged hundred percent of every match. You'll hear them chant, shout, do like a interactive. Hot, super yeah. interactive where they, anything that's happening in the ring the at any given moment, The crowd is 100% engaged. So it's like uh,
1: post-WrestleMania Rawls. Yes! That is the best example. But it's like that all All the the time. time. Yeah.
3: Everyone, These are dedicated fans. Um, If you get on their group, um, they're all... Most of the ones I've met, um, super, super nice. I've had a lot of people reach out to me through that group with my artwork. I've been super supportive. Even the the wrestlers who wrestle for Progress are in their chat group, and they'll accept you in. That's cool. Because their gimmick, the whole idea of progress wrestling is uh everyone's welcome
2: mm-hmm.
3: any talent nationality sex race lifestyle yeah. You know, and they have one rule and the rule, their one rule is don't be a dick yeah that goes across the board for everything yep. being at shows online any other product anything like mm-hmm. that so it's an interesting and they they want everyone their the thing they always say too is they want everyone to love wrestling because wrestling's the best thing on earth and they they're super super passionate and if you watch their shows if if, okay so i'll even say this yeah you don't have to get demand on progress if you go on youtube chapter 13 they had audio issues they posted the entire chapter for free i'm telling you right now finn Balor is on that card and he comes out dressed like the joker as his entrance that's awesome heath ledger's joker like it's awesome it's really really cool Um, But it's just an amazing product. That's
1: a good way to have people go over and and check it out. But the benefits of of demand, because I'm interested in that, because I'm all like, I want to get all my content. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So you will never see a live show from them. They do not do live shows. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you follow them on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that, they're going to spoil it for you Mm -hmm. Um, because they'll you know, they carry on like a regular program. Um, They'll do a chapter show and then take a couple weeks. And usually within about 10 days to two weeks, they, they'll post the show unless they're doing a bunch. Like when they came over to the U S they were at the mercy of, um, they filmed in New York with evolve wrestling and they really filmed in Massachusetts with beyond wrestling. So they're at the mercy of, another promoter's ring and who has cameras and camera setup up right. and they're not used to the venue and stuff like that.
1: So let's talk more about the uh, Boston show. Cause sure. This, Cause that was one of three shows they did in uh, outside they, yeah, of the outside. Yeah, they right? did.
3: Yeah. Our Orlando, well they do a couple in different ones in Europe, but for semantics reasons in yeah. the United States, okay. Orlando, um, New York and Queens and then Boston, which the Boston show my fantastic wife uh sat there and got us vip um 300 tickets that was a 300 person venue it was in an armory that the building was from like eight the late 1800s early 1900s something ancient like all stone yeah. um really interesting show it was in conjunction with beyond wrestling and they came over and did you know they use some of their talent on the beyond program or matches that they had Prior to, like, they did Beyond Show and then Progress. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Boston, never been to Boston before. I haven't either. <laughs> um, it was my first time ever. I literally went to the airport, to the hotel, to, to a brewery. <laughs> Back to the hotel, to uh, the Progress Show. And it's it's interesting going to, if you've never been to an indie show, um, I'll, the experience was wild for me. It was almost dreamlike. Because we sat through the Beyond Show, and I'm leaving, and I, like I mentioned prior, I did a shirt for them. And I worked with uh, Helena. Helena does all their merch. And I saw John Briley. John Briley is the one who contracted me to make the shirt. He reached out to me. You know, he was the one that I was sending concepts to and stuff like that. And I walk over and I see him. And I'm like, I really just want to shake his hand and thank him. And uh, I don't mean to be getting choked. I'm kind of getting no, choked No, you're out. cool. It's uh, all good, man. So totally uh, Helena too. saw yeah. me from a while away. Mm-hmm. And before I even got to John, she's like, "That's Dave Pasco," and I'm like, "What?" Like I was just <laughs> like, and my wife looks at me; her jaw's dropped. That's awesome. And I went over, shook his hand. He's like, "Oh yeah, it was great." Blah blah. And I did I do like other memes and stuff for them. And he's like, "I really like this one." Blah blah. blah we'll talk later. So I had to leave, and then came right back in for the next show because they were setting up for the progress show. And um, it was just one of the surreal things where um, the one of the other owners. Uh, Glenn Jacobs, there's a thing where he screams on commentary. He's their main commentator. Mm-hmm. I was making memes about it, and I saw him, and I went over, and introduced myself, and he instantly knew who I was, and hugged me, and said, "Oh no, they're great." I shared one, blah blah, can you send me this, da da da. And the same thing with the talent. And then halfway through the show, um so when you go to an indie show, let me drive this too. Mm-hmm. When guys sell shirts, so like when I went, this is what changed, really turned me on to indie. When I went to R- Orlando. The Orlando Show, which was an OLE, Orlando Live Events, which is a highlight court yep. in Maitland. It's not <laughs> it's not the venue you think it is. Um, I really wanted a Mustache Mountain shirt. I fell in love with Trent Seven during the, uh, the, the British tournament. I thought he was fantastic. Just as an all-around talent, he's hilarious. He doesn't do anything amazing in the ring, but what he does, he does very, very good. Yep. He's super, super entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, I really wanted that shirt, and they had like a little area where they had like uh they were doing shows with evolve and kaiju and shikara mm-hmm. were all in the same venue in progress they led us into the venue and they have these card tables set up and most of them are empty and they have shirts i'm like oh maybe they have a mustache mountain shirt and i go down the line and i'm standing in turning to look and i look over to my right and it's pete dunn uh-huh. and i'm like it's P- and my wife's like, who? I'm like, it's Pete Don The Bruiserweight. And the Bruiserweight. Yeah. Who's, trust me, if you don't know his name in a year, you'll know his name. Oh, yeah. He's going to be all over the place. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm like, she goes, oh, are they here? And I'm like, maybe. And then I saw Tyler Bate come out. And then I saw Trent. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I'm a huge. I love Trent Seven. Trent Seven is my favorite. One of my favorite human beings on Earth. Like, when you ask me my favorite in wrestlers, I won't name him. But you're like, who are your favorite people? I'm like, my wife. Trent Seven, go <laughs> have a line. Uh, but anyways, uh, so I went over to him, and I'm like, "Do I like? Can I just talk to him? Because I'm like, I didn't know the the, you know yeah. the what you're supposed the to. Protocol. I was like, it was yeah. like, yeah, the protocol it was like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. Be yeah. like, do they just kick me out if I yeah. say something? So someone's in front of me and they move and i see trent and the first thing i say is i'm like i love you that's literally the first thing I said. To him. <laughs> and he grabs my face to kiss me he's like all right great and my wife's laughing and he's like i'm like no i said i just you know love your work and blah blah and i have access tickets and they did the they were doing access matches too mm-hmm. later in the weekend anyways when you buy a sh- mustache mountain shirt you buy that from trent seven you give trent seven 20 bucks he puts it in his pocket. He takes a shirt out of a suitcase, and he hands it to you. That's okay. awesome. When I bought my AJ Styles shirt, AJ didn't hand it to me. So when you see somebody in an indie shirt, they met that person. Because there's yeah. no other way they got that. Right. There's no other way, unless they shipped it from the UK, which I've done too. Yeah. But most of the stuff I got, like I spent $115. Bucks. I bought. Uh, I met Zack Sabre Jr. the same day, and I bought a shirt from him. And it was cool because I I got a picture with him. And then I'm like, oh, how much is the shirt? And he's like, oh, 30 And I'm like, okay. Or to his girlfriend or whoever was doing the shirt. And I bought it. And I went to walk away. And he put his hand on my shoulder. And I turned around. And he shook my hand. He goes, thank you. That helps a lot. That's he awesome. goes, you don't know what that appreciates me. And I'm like, these guys are like, they, indie wrestlers, I'm going to go back into what I was saying before. They really, and the promoters, really appreciate the fans. Because
2: mm-hmm.
3: you have to be a fan to find it. Yeah. 300 tickets in Boston. That wasn't like, oh, what are you doing Sunday? Well, let's go to this wrestling thing. Those tickets sold out in seven minutes. A UK promotion doing a show in Boston. Seven minutes for 300 people. That's insane. That's just craziness, if you think about it. it anything selling out that fast. And these are guys who, they have to put, they have other jobs, like I said. Some of the other promoters are actors, or they, they do other side stuff. And you have talent who wrestle for 30 promoters to, you know, make enough to travel. Right. You know, if they're making a thousand bucks a night, put an airline ticket on that, put um, food on that, travel, accommodation, stuff mm-hmm. like that. A thousand bucks doesn't go that far. Right. So the t-shirts and merch and stuff like that helps, out, helps them out a lot. Right, exactly. So that was, that's, you know, kind of the story of that, even to the point where halfway through the Boston show, I'm going to backtrack to that, um... I never met Jim Smallman. He's one of my heroes. I just love the guy. And, um, I made a sticker pack. I think I, you should. I, if only, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, I made a sticker pack of parody yeah. bullet club stuff. And I sent him a picture of it on Twitter. He's like, Oh, I got a new suitcase. And it's a, like a big thing for them to put stickers from where they've been on the suitcase. So he comes over to me. I'm on the railing for the progress show. If you watch the progress Boston show, my face is in frame way too much, just way <laughs> too much. Uh, but I want to go hand it to him, and he's like, "You're Dave," and he hugged me harder than anyone's ever hugged me before. That's and I'm awesome. just like, "This is surreal." <laughs> so he's he's talking to me. We talked about Dave Meltzer of all things. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, because he was like, "I'm a fan of him." Blah blah. But anyways, he, uh, my wife's like, "Yeah," she goes, "We're hoping to meet Travis." And Jim's mom was like, "Wait right there." He's like, "Don't," and he runs backstage. And I'm like, you just scared off Jim Smallman. <laughs> Jim Smallman comes out with Travis Banks, and she go, he goes, that's Dave Pascoe, and Travis Banks comes over and hugs me, and he just wrestled Jack Gallagher. So he's Jack- all covered in sweat. He's or- sweaty. Yeah. He said, like, "Oh, I'm so sorry," but he's like, "Oh, you don't know how much I appreciate that and how much that helps." And da da da. And I'm like, I don't know what to say because I'm yeah. like, I, I like, it's baffling to me being yeah. a wrestling fan. And doing something to help wrestlers in a wrestling promotion. Mm-hmm. It's surreal. So when I when I talk about my love of indie, I'm jaded because yeah. like I had from not really knowing anything about progress in March, just watching the UK tournament, finding out, backtracking, being like, okay, where'd these guys come from? Okay, they come from Progress. Well, Progress is doing show over WrestleMania weekend. I'll buy tickets for that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Buy tickets for that. And then being like, okay, now I'm going to watch everything they've ever done to the point where, like, I'm meeting them and they know who I am. Crazy. It's crazy. That, that's mm-hmm. how direct a lot of the fans, you you as a fan can directly interact with indie wrestlers. Right. It's not hard. It's nope. honestly, it you can do it accidentally, you know, where WWE is kind of like they put them on this throne after a while. Even NXT, they have, like, autograph signings. And you can sit fairly close and, you know, interact with them a bit not the tapings but the live events right but um there's a couple of local shows and going into the other indies uh real fast like i went to the orpheum in tampa mm-hmm. and uh flow slam through ww network was doing a show matt riddle was going to be the main event and matt riddle Russell's progress Russell's for a bunch of indies and he's very, if you've never seen him he's super talented and he's only been in the industry for about two years two three years and my wife said, oh, do you think you'd be able to meet Matt Riddle tonight? And we walk in, and he's 10 feet to my left. <laughs> and I got stuck in a – I literally tried to walk away from a conversation with him twice. And he drugged me back because he wanted to talk about a tournament he was in I was wearing the shirt from. Like, these guys really appreciate that you're fans. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a totally different – when you hear these horror stories about, oh, I want to go get this guy's autograph in an airport, and he told me to you know screw off and right. stuff like that. It wasn't an indie wrestler. Probably, I'm going to tell you that right it's now. It's true. Yep. It's true. So it's it's this different – it's almost like a different culture. Different dynamic. Yeah. Oh, tr- yeah. tremendously. Tremendously.
1: Well, and the way I can equate it because uh, I haven't been to a progress show, which I definitely – my main goal after talking to you uh, the first time I met you uh, was about how excited you were about progress. Yeah. And, and the nice thing is I had seen some of the f- same people in other promotions. So I was like I was very familiar with it. And now for me, I – I watch about 25 hours of wrestling a week and that's a combination of Indian slacker. Re- yeah. Everything. I know. That's I know. what I call you. slacker. Exactly. Uh, but when I tell people that they're like, man, that's a lot of wrestling. I said, well, I just there's love it. I every, love wrestling.
3: There's so much, there is there's so, so much, much, content."
1: but now with demand or with progress, demand, I'm going to be, I'm going to be jumping on that. Yeah. I'm it, excited.
3: It, not to the pimp it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it's not just that. I think I said previously, you know, it's stuff from Chicago and, mm-hmm. Toronto and the West Coast, and uh, they had uh, a couple of WWN shows from when um, they did like the the WrestleCon Super Show. That's on there. Like mm-hmm. you get to see a bunch of different talent. And uh, so if if you're not familiar with indie wrestling, and I can go into a ton of different promotions. Mm-hmm. And I said previously about following certain wrestlers, not really the promotions. Um, there's a bunch of guys who, if they're not signed with Ring of Honor. New Japan or WWE NXT in the next two years, I'll be shocked. I'll be absolutely shocked. Um, so like uh, you want me to just name names? Yeah. Just drop, name names. drop. Yep. Name drop. Oh, ones that I've watched this year that I'm a big fan. Now the UK seems a completely different beast because right. a lot of the UK wrestlers, you'll see them wrestle for rev pro and progress, but then there's ICW OTT lucha forever uk fight club pro chaos uh anarchy wrestling's a new one riptide wrestling's a new one i'm not making these up either like there's and they all wrestle for it because right now the uk scene has a problem where there's a ton of promotions and not enough talent right so a lot of the wrestlers wrestle they wrestle everywhere they can and you'll see shows where these guys this these three guys are on top of this promotion And then on this show, they're like the opening card. But then the guys who are the mid card on this one are the top of this. And so they rotate a lot. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's not, I know you guys have talked before, and I know I've talked to Deuce about Marty, Marty Scrawl. And you're wearing a Villain Club club, Club shirt
1: right now. Yeah, I love Marty Scrawl.
3: Um, Anyone who doesn't realize why he's so over, watch any UK show, any promotion that he is the main event on, they will lose their mind. Him, Osprey, and Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. are I like icons yep. in indie wrestling in the UK. They're their guys. Where there's not been a ton of UK talent over the last 20 years to really make it on a global market. And people wonder why it's so like, I know people are like, Marty, I don't get it. I don't get the the penguin look or I don't get, you know, I don't get the gimmick. Yeah, And it's like, really watch him work because he's a full-fledged character. He's a character. Yeah. He's a full-fledged, you know, he's made up. Will Osprey making his name all over. Just won the IWGP junior heavyweight. Mm-hmm. First UK guy to do that. Right. Ready to blow your mind? There's never been a UK WWE champion. Ever. Oh, wow. There's never been a British WWE champion. that's insane it is we've had regal we've had british bulldog we've had wade barrett got close never has had someone from the uk right so when they see these talents come out they get super super over Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm gonna say those three names in the uk market you see them on the headliner you'll also see guys like cck brooks and lycos Mm -hmm. haskins jimmy havoc who's hilarious and terrifying at the same time it's just Mm -hmm. this sweet blend of uh british strong style anything with tyler Bate uh or trent seven especially trent seven super entertaining and then pete dunn is just he's it you're gonna see a ton of him in the next couple years catch up with him now uh shifting from that from some of the u.s guys who are are big right now um keith lee uh i like watching his stuff die jack i did but now he's in nxt go Mm. see him there um
1: uh, Juice
3: Robinson Juice Robinson Who's Just made a big name For himself against Omega He did uh, Right Because he got the US title shot yep. Beat him in the uh, the, the Oh The, the um, I was almost called The Super J It's the not The G1 Right. The G one. G one Super yeah. Climax twenty seven. Wow, yeah. my man. I was thinking the <laughs> I was thinking, you're thinking what? Well, what? I was thinking the G one special from the USA. Right. That was but a different. That's one. different. Yeah. Wow, we just went super nerd we on that one. Yeah, we <laughs> want We went three layers. What are twins? That was like yeah, that was like nerdception there. Be like, we just want four, four four events well, deep. Which
1: is not confusing because Zach Saber Jr. and uh Marnie Squirrel were in the UK division of the what culture pro wrestling world cup. Yeah. as well so they they were they were fighting together in that so like there was the whole british side of that and then of course you know Kushida and all, there's a lot of there's so i could do watch. a whole
3: podcast yep. about 2017 Kushida. oh like honestly and i, I won't go into it here but yeah. talk about a guy who's had the best year amazing. Kushida has done it all this year Indeed. he just lo- dropped both his belts and it doesn't matter nope. it doesn't hurt him nope just absolutely amazing but it, okay big indie names um yeah. i like keith lee yeah, uh, which I already named. Uh, you you mentioned it before, Sam Callahan, mm-hmm. who wrestles for a bunch of different promotions. He helps run um, CZW now. Mm-hmm. He's one of their bookers and writers, and he's excellent. He's it's a tremendous talent.
1: Mike Elgin is U.S. or British? He is Canadian. It's Canadian. He's okay. Canadian. Yeah, but he's gotten really big too. He's gotten
3: really big in Japan. Mm-hmm. He wrestled Ring of Honor mm-hmm. uh, for a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're talking about Canadian guys, uh, Tyson Dukes, mm-hmm. I really like. He wrestled for TNA for a while, uh, traveled, went back out. Uh, He's the Smash Championship right now. Uh, I think he lost it, or he gained it over uh, Mark Haskins, who's from uh, Progress, really over in Progress. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Uh, There's so many names. Uh, ACH, uh, Shane Strickland. Oh, jeez. All the British ones are coming to mind. I'm trying not to go down that. That's a slippery slope with me because I'll name some obscure shit. But anyways. um, Oh, man, there's so many. If you see, I think I named uh, Danny Birch before who wrestles as Martin Stone. He kind of does. And that's a a weird thing about the NXT guys, too, because some of them are on part time contracts. Right. So they'll bring in some indie guys to fill in scheduling and then they'll go back to being indie, but they can't use the same name. Right. So you're saying like the name change is yeah. super confusing because like these indie guys, some of the indie guys, like I said, Marty is a full fledged character, right? Uh, the the are a full fledged character, Omega, Cody, right? They're technically Ring of Honor still indie. right? They still it consider it. It, it, if it you look is what it is.
1: If you look at the numbers of of attendance and you know the shows, it's still indie. Very indie. It's still
3: indie, yep. and they mm-hmm. still use a lot of indie talent and still mm-hmm. run very much like an indie show. Mm-hmm. But you'll see you know them flipping in a flipping and a talent I know global force wrestling they started kind of doing that where right. they bring some guys in from some shows because they're using uh, uh, Ohio's for killers which is uh, Jake and David Christ mm-hmm. um, who are excellent they won their I think they won their championships recently I if think I'm so, not yeah. out, but they just they were just over in the UK also they did Fight Club Pro I want to say they did WCC W no, I don't know. I mean, don't quote what, me on what that. What
1: culture pro wrestling? I think, I think what they cult- did that. I think they did. Yeah, because that's another. That, that's another thing. I just want to segue that's into because sure. what culture pro wrestling is a weird animal because a uh, good animal but weird. Uh, it 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 spawned, from those who don't know. It spawned from what what culture? Right. What culture is this? What do you want to call them? Uh, I mean, they're an aggregate source for. I mean, they they have they have they they deal with a lot of topics other than wrestling. I mean, they they do entertainment. They're like they,
3: almost like the fun dirt cheat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're more enter. They they will tell you the dirt, but be more entertaining about it. Than they others. will, and it's well Less well correct. edited.
1: It's comedic. Correct. They have they have their own characters, their own shticks, you know. And then they and then of course their what culture. Uh, wrestling division uh you know where they were just doing videos about reviewing raw reviewing smackdown reviewing ring of honor they'd be talking about different people and then they decided to do their own promotion what well, culture pro wrestling uh and i mean adam vicidi um i mean all kinds of people there uh jack jack the Jobber. i mean if you know the whole shtick they have this whole cast of people that the king ross all these people that really like kind of made a name uh, yeah. f- off of that and now they're you know part of it and and now the what well, culture pro wrestling really kind of expanded, and they had everybody there. I mean, uh, Alberto Doria, Rio, all kinds of people were there. Marty uh, just won their belt, did he not? Yep, this mm-hmm. past week. Yeah. So I mean, and you know, he's because before it was uh, Drew Mac, well, Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, the whole name thing. Correct. Again. Yeah, yeah. So of course he was, and then he went to NXT, and then you know he was the what culture pro wrestling champion and now Marty girl has it but like all these people will well, spray everyone uh have gone over there yeah. and and i think that's the cool thing about you know other promotions and i think i sent you a link i don't know if that was confirmed or not were they going to change their name change the name yeah because yeah.
3: yeah. a bunch of their six what six or seven main contributors are leaving to start a new brand right so they're just going to revamp the whole thing and start basically so we'll see how that survives yeah but once again that goes back to if you if you get into the uk indie scene you be a fan of the wrestlers because you're gonna see them a ton i mean i
1: love uh i love martin kirby i mean he's just this weird dude that just brawler and like he's he he has the kirby like i'm a huge fan of kirby if you can't tell yeah i love kirby and like he literally like has kirby and like Nintendo characters on his body, on his uh, his uh, knee pads and yeah. all that stuff. It's really funny the whole shtick there, uh, but yeah, that's for me. It's like I I kind of branched. I went from I, I knew about the Rev Pro stuff, I knew about CMLL, and I knew about Ring of Honor. And that, it's a that's a it,
3: Yeah, it's like All of a
1: sudden the doors open.
3: And it's you're just a like, gateway promotion. It is. Yeah, and then you're I'm just like, like, what am I watching? a Whole world. I do the same thing, it's man. Crazy. Because I've sat down and been like, oh, I can watch WXW. Um, and if you don't know what WXW is, it's out of Germany, That's it's awesome. very German. That's awesome. Um, where uh, Axel Dieter Jr., who's Marcel Barthel mm-hmm. Barthel or whatever, and I don't even know how to spell I his last name, and they're gonna change his name in NXT. I can yeah. tell you right now, yeah. he was their champion for a while, his dad was a champion there. Um, I'm a huge fan, um, I'm thinking of Indy guys. Uh, besides Joey Ryan. I didn't name Joey Ryan. If you've never seen a Joey Ryan match, don't take it seriously, but it's super entertaining. Him mm-hmm. and Candace LeRae together, yep. uh, cutest team. My wife has the co- cutest team shirt. Oh, yeah. She's a huge fan of both of them. And then also, um, um, who I was getting to is David Starr. If you've never seen David Starr wrestle... Have, I've not seen mil- him wrestle. Okay. I've, I've heard of the name, though. Get off this yeah. podcast. I know it's yours, <laughs> that's it. No. Yeah. David Starr um, is super entertaining. Very... Very talented wrestler, all around mm-hmm. character. Um, he'll do. He'll make you laugh. He'll make you cry. He'll. He just. He has it. Uh, he's very, very entertaining. But he's huge in WXW. Um, it's weird because when you watch a promotion like them it, with a the German crowd, primarily a German crowd, or your Euro, uh, Western European crowd, it's almost like a Japanese where it's very quiet. Quiet. Yeah. And then they'll pop. And then, like you said, the the UK crowd. Every UK crowd is the Monday after rock. Round. Right. And they're very invested in a hundred percent into everything they do. And it's weird watching promotions do it in different venues where a lot of indie wrestling will either be in a dance club or like abandoned armory or like a really tiny, tiny building where it looks like there's 20 people crammed in a closet yeah. watching wrestling, but there's still wrestling going on. Um, best example. I have of that if I want to watch good free indie British wrestling. If you get the fight app, Uh, I've heard about the fight app. Lucha forever. UK is on there. Um, They have events. ICW has a bunch of ones on there too, but Lucha forever. UK is a lot of fun. It seems like it's almost like it's the same guys you'll see in progress and rev pro just having, having fun matches. Yeah. Doing spots that are unrealistic, doing things that they wouldn't do with their normal character. But it's okay. And they do like a lot of college campuses and cool. they'll do bars and stuff like that. So it's a it's a different kind of beast.
1: So the Fight Pro app, uh, I it's heard JR talk about it. Like, sure. that that is a free app? It's a free app. And how do you watch the wrestling one? Do you have to pay per, per no. show?
3: Uh well some a lot of it's free. Um actually the last Ring of Honor event I got through Fight the Fight Pro app. Mm-hmm. And I you you sign up and they give you credits to watch Certain things or anything like that. But they like uh, Ring of Honor Weekly TV is on there. Uh, ICW is on there. Uh, Lucha Forever UK. There's a lot of MMA fighting, boxing, stuff like that. Now, you is that on Roku? Frame.
1: Is that on Roku as
3: well? Well, what the neat thing about that app is if you have an Xbox One or Roku or anything that is streaming, if you turn on the app and you press stream to this device, it'll stream from your. Oh, your that's cool. So yeah. you watch it on your phone, but then it gives you the option. So you don't need to have a separate device. If you have an Xbox One, I do mine through my Roku. You download the app, but you control it with your phone. That's cool. And then the same thing with the Xbox. The awesome. Xbox is just the pass-through device gotcha. for the uh, app to work. So it's it's free. there's a ton of free indie wrestling. So let's, let's wrestling recap,
1: because sure, sure. We, we've, we've talked about a lot of amazing independent yeah. uh, wrestling, uh, especially in the UK. So you can go... Uh, watch Progress Wrestling on the Progress Demand. And demand you Progress. Tons to of stuff. To- a ton- lot of content, so and it's that,
3: constantly being updated.
1: Between yeah. that, also Rev Pro has some stuff as well. Ref Pro's
3: the same amount, seven forty nine. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. If you're into like the New Japan, yeah. If you're into more of the WWE, I would say ECW, Attitude Era Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Go check out Progress. It's an adult product, mm-hmm. um, with really good wrestling. That's the thing. It still has its fun. The, the, swearing they call something like punk rock wrestling or, it is yeah. it's punk rock wrestling. Yeah. And it's very they they take that with pride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's true. It's yeah. very and then um but Rev Pro is more of like New Japan, Ring right. of Honor, it's right. straight wrestling. Right. Um the 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 presentation of it is very straight straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh we also talked about Lucha Forever UK, which is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Uh WCPW, which is Mixed bag of kind it is. of it's all over the place. I could go on for It's, it's
1: grown, it, it used the very beginning was very indie, very, and then they've kind of learned and adapted as they've as they progressed. And yeah, like, I think the 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 what the World Cup was a huge undertaking for them, but they I thought they did a pretty good job with it overall, yeah. getting all the people from different countries coming in, and and uh, it really kind of felt like a unified thing, you know, uh, for the World Cup. So I thought it was really entertaining, uh. I don't know. I, I, for me, there's so much. the The easiest thing is to get overwhelmed because you're like, as it a is. wrestling fan, you're like, if you're like, I love Raw, I love SmackDown, and and then you'll watch NXT, but you're like, well, where do I go next? And so I feel like if you go to something like Progress, um, I feel like that's gonna have a lot of content there so you can watch because I was the type, I was the guy that I, I didn't have cable, so I was watching Hulu. Yeah. I was watching. Everything. I was watching a main event. I was watching superstars. I was watching. I was watching everything. I'm sorry. I, I, I was watching the
3: whole kitten and caboodle. And honestly, cable's not where you go to see wrestling anymore. No. It's the internet. Exactly. And a lot of them have. And going back to like Roku, you can watch Shakara. if you want to watch Shakara, which is kind of silly wrestling. Um, if you've ever watched that, it's kind of lucha libre. Yeah, I, fantasy lucha libra like i don't even know how to describe it it's, and it's, it's so hard to describe so be like strange. watch this yeah, yeah. it's str- it's strange yeah. is the best word yeah. for it <laughs> it's a nice way to put it but yeah. yes it's strange yeah. um wwn has a bunch of different wrestling promotions on that one i know ccw goes through them um what would you what would you
1: recommend like someone that's uh, obviously the ring of honor rev pro thing in cmll yeah, yeah. that seems to be pretty easy but besides that if they if they were like hey i want to i want to go and check out a promotion tomorrow that's not not wwe not nxt
3: i would probably down i would tell them to download the fight app fight and app. see what interests them um icw's on there and they do a very good product um, and then Lucha Forever UK is a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, follow the wrestler. Yep. It, this I'll give you the best example of this. Um, when I got into comic books, um, I had a buddy tell me something very smart. And he's like, you know, I'm like, oh, I like this book. Oh, I also like this book, but they're not related. He goes, yeah, but they're the same author. He's like, follow a writer. Because if you like so- the way someone writes, you're going to enjoy their art. Right. If you enjoy how someone wrestles, you're going to enjoy them everywhere you're right. not just gonna That's be true. like yeah in pro tip
2: oh, okay. exactly yeah.
3: exactly follow the if you watch two guys and you're like i i do it all the time we're pro, you know progress or i'll watch another promotion as two guys that i watch them right for two minutes i'm like nah, not really doing it for me i'll go to the next match it's easy they won't get offended you're streaming it just right. fast forward if you're bored with a match fast forward it we right. do it on smackdown and raw all, all the, the time, yeah. Yep. You know, <laughs> that's almost
2: an
1: episode we should do another next time we have you back in is is talk about uh, WWE in general, like how how they can improve their oh, brand. Oh man, because there's like a whole that's a slippery
3: slope. It is. That's but a there's a lot of opinions in that.
1: There's a lot of opinions, but I, I think it'd be maybe we can even have uh, have uh, and, Sean on. Or and something. by far,
3: I, like I said, I don't have the insight on indie. It's something that I've gotten into just because I I feel as though in some ways the WWE products become kind of stale and i know a lot of wrestling fans and i've seen you comment and i've seen like things come up with pay-per-views and there's nothing you like about this promotion anymore Mm -hmm. or you just you want to hate something so bad and they get you and you you know i think the pay-per-view they put on this past week was Above average. What
1: Hell Hell and Cell? Hell and Cell was above was, average. Was solid. It was bookends with really good matches. I mean, correct the, that tag team match with the New Day and Uso well, was yeah. really. And
3: good. I I called it ahead of time saying that was going to steal the show because yeah. I'm like this these guys just give a hundred. They've been percent. working really hard. And there's other guys who were like Rusev or Orton we could care less about. I'll I mean, that anyway. match exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but anyways, by numbers. I, I drifted towards Indies because I'm like, I still love wrestling, but let me find wrestling I love. Right, I don't need to be force-fed something every week being like, oh, like, why do I watch this anymore? And that goes with any TV show or any right. kind of media. Um go out and find the wrestlers or the, the presentation even that you enjoy being like, well, I don't know any of these guys, but Hey, it's making me laugh. Hey, it's entertaining. Like I said, we had, I had that situation where I I put a progress match on and Jason looked at it. And Jason's like, that's entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like didn't know a single guy in the ring, but he's like, Oh, it's enjoyable. I, it's funny. You know, yeah. I get the story in the match. I get who these characters are like this person, this person, this person, this person. And it's like, go find that meaning. Well, that go was, find the talent.
1: And that, and that equates to Deuce. Um, he's told me several times, you know, that Ring of Honor show we saw, which was ironically the, the largest show they've ever done, the one in uh, the Supercard of Honor at yeah. 11. Uh, he was blown away because he goes, man, this, this is amazing. And then from that point on, see, that sold him on it. And now he's a Ring of Honor fan. Before.
3: Correct. If you if you feel like you're not becoming a WWE fan or you, there's no one there for cheer for it because honestly if you look at the champions in WWE there's not a lot to, there's not a lot of guys that have there's a lot of heel champs right now and there's a lot of people here just like not super over on like right. Baron and Jinder and stuff like that and yeah they're building a story and they're building them up to be a heel and you know get the crowd against them so they could bring in a face to be like. Yeah. Yay! We yeah. love this guy now. It's all trust me. They know what they're doing. Yeah. But if you feel like, oh man, this is just dragging on. When is Survivor Series? When is Mania? When's Rumble? When do we get on the road to WrestleMania? Because honestly, that's when the WWE fans—that's what we glorify—is right. Rumble to Mania. I don't right. care what anyone says. Yep. A sparse match here and there throughout the year and SummerSlam, but between then, there's a lot of wrestling going on, mm-hmm. especially, like I said, in Europe. In Japan, uh, Japan's getting bigger. I, you're gonna see New Japan shows over in the U.S. more, especially on the West Coast. Uh, they're already they're booking Supercar Honor for New Orleans next New Orleans, year. Yep. I want to go. Is uh, <laughs> New Japan New Japan's on the flyer? Right. New Japan will be there. Right. New Japan's doing a ton of the uh, the next tour stops for Ring of Honor. They're promoting it like crazy. You know, Suzuki Gun is you know their the whole faction's in town except for Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Um and Omega's doing a bunch of shows and this guy and that so you're gonna get a lot of that influx from outside if that interests you follow where that guy was right. you said Michael England, El- Elgin, Elgin yeah. Michael Elgin I've seen wrestle for five different promotions mm-hmm. he's excellent in all of them uh, AAW wrestles for uh, Chicago he's like. He's like how Zack Sabre Jr. comes in and he does like a premiere match or like a showcase match. That's what Elgin does for them. He comes down. They take one of their local guys or another indie guy that he would never wrestle any other place and does a match for them. And then you'll never you won't get a rivalry from them. You won't get a rubber match. You won't get a see. It's just like that match. He gets on the mic, It's on Best Thanks. Yeah. Pa- yeah but, and there's a ton of one shots. If yeah. there's two guys you really like and you're like, I do this constantly. Did this guy and this guy ever wrestle? I constantly Google that and be like, let's see what comes up. And right. sometimes you'll find they did. And it was terrible because it was so early in their career. Or, right. you know, you find something that be like, I didn't know this promotion existed. And right. that that's out there. Go mm-hmm. find that. It yep. does exist, especially with NXT talent coming up. There's a bunch of Seth Rollins matches that I bet if you're a Seth Rollins fan, you did not see him wrestle as Tyler black all the way through. Right. You just know him from NXT is like, mm-hmm. go, go dig. It's the internet's, Awesome that way, is yeah.
1: That way, lot wealth of information out there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that, I think this is a, a our indie hour, or whatever you want to call it. Indie I, hour. Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, really, really cool, uh, like showcase of why indie wrestling is important. Why you should go check it out. Why you should support it. Right, and also it's it's the people that are in there. They care about their fans because you are directly contributing to them and their. Yeah, you
3: de- you definitely de- directly contribute to their lifestyle right a hundred percent yeah and this year was the best year for it um we might not get another 2017 right you know a lot of these guys move up to nxt wwe ring of honor um they're not going to be able to wrestle as freely as they are now so if they're super hot now and they're being booked everywhere like i said matt riddle and keith lee and these guys Go see them now. Go seek Mm -hmm. them. If you can go meet them at the Orpheum Bar in Tampa or go to an NXT show and shake their hand, do it now because you might not. It might be way harder to do it. And
1: way more expensive. Way more. Definitely way more expensive. You'll get it. Yeah, absolutely. So. David Pasco, thank you for joining us uh, on this awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Indie hour wrestling geek. It's fun to geek out with someone else that it is you know that loves what you love and uh, being able to kind of showcase that. and I think we did a good job. you know there's a lot of information, a lot of people we mentioned, go Google it, research them, find out where they are, what promotions they're in. Uh, go check out the Fight TV app. Go check out the Demand Progress, uh, Rev Pro, Ring of Honor. I mean, there's a, a Ring of Honor also does their uh, iDemand uh, pay-per-views. So you can IP, IPBV, uh stuff. So you can watch the pay-per-views on there. Uh, so definitely go and you know support them and support local wrestling, support indie wrestling. You know, go to all the shows you can and just grow and learn. I think that's the biggest thing. Never stop. Never stop accessing knowledge never, never stop, stop loving the thing you yeah, love exactly when you start
3: hating the thing you love you're doing it wrong exactly do love the things you love so love and, and support for wrestling there you go yep. so uh how do people find you on the internet sir i am at citizen underscore cold on instagram and on twitter it's the same just add the number 18 at the end of it
1: and uh so yeah thank you so much uh for joining us no problem. and uh we'll definitely have, to have you on next time yeah because sure. uh, even i like, ha- i mean we get to talk about half the stuff i, I want to talk more about other things going on more about how can we if we were booking wwe will we be doing oh, there's a geez. lot of cool things that i've had in my head that i want to talk about and maybe we'll have deuce back of course Deuce will be back on um and uh maybe we'll get sean and some of the other people from the graphic maniacs to come on and we'll talk more about that. So if you like today, please give us a review. Uh, leave us a comment uh, on iTunes, on Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play Music. We're working on iHeartRadio. working on Spotify. So stay tuned for those if you listen to your podcast service. Also, on our SoundCloud, we have our RSS feed. So you can pop that in any of your uh, podcast service of choice. And you'll be able to hear us on there. And uh, subscribe. And we read everything, all the comments, reviews. Uh, As well, send us an email, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Go to Twitter at hhpodcastshow. You know the deal. We're everywhere. Just check us out. Uh, um, And uh, when you're talking about us, there's three hashtags you want to put in your social media choice. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag hhpodcastshow. And, of course, hashtag deuces on the loose.
2: See ya.